2: Slow. Cool.
1: cool,
0: cool, cool. Okay. There's a lot. Another no, not Another not Yeah. No, there's not what I'm sorry. What?
2: what? I didn't realize no, I until that. until That's researching right. this list. I didn't realize that people were still making original Christmas songs. Yeah. I thought they were you all covers, and it, it turns out to be that no. it's not.
0: Like uh, Katie's, like uh, when when I was talking about this list with Katie. She brought up that uh, Kelly Clarkson song underneath the tree but it's actually just a Kelly Clarkson song.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. no there's a bunch of them. Britney has an Britney has an original Christmas song. Uh, yeah, yeah Britney, so bitch. Uh, anyways. But,
1: but that song is like 22 years
2: old. It's still yeah. an original song. <laughs> it's still an Your original song. Is, like, 22
0: years old. I think the <laughs> Jonas brothers yeah. have one too. Um that right. Didn't end up working the way I wanted it to. <laughs>
2: And we're recording. Welcome to the Mount Geekmore Podcast, your favorite podcast where you come to listen to people uh, debate, argue, and talk about their favorite top four, Mount Rushmore, if you will, of their favorite pop culture subjects. Today's pop culture subject, as you can tell by looking at your listening device or watching us on YouTube, because we're now on YouTube, is the Mount Rushmore of uh, favorite Christmas cover songs christmas cover songs so these are songs that are not original to the artist so we're gonna be picking songs like uh merry christmas by meet Joe blow and fucking like it's not the original one but i like his version better yada 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 so i am there signs with me as usual is dave howdy and we have daniel
0: what
2: up y'all? And we have the other person on the brand new Mount Geekmore logo. If you see our new logo, which is available for purchase, uh merchandise is available for purchase with our brand new logo at T Public. We have Missy. Hi. Uh so make sure you guys uh yeah, I'm very happy about the new logo. Can you tell? I'm like super excited. Oh. I'm like super Brad. fucking excited. I
1: hadn't
2: noticed. Uh I have since taken my individual <laughs> face and and post it on shit too. Like, I'm making stickers for that. And I'm making. Did
1: you get a pop socket with
2: your face? I bought a pop socket with my cartoon face on it. Uh, hasn't come in yet, but no, I ordered one. Thing. Yeah, that's no, thing. No, it's not.
1: Yeah. It's not.
2: Can you, a thing. Can, can you send me my face? Yeah, I can send you. I did send you your face. I sent it to you in the chat. That's what I did.
0: Can, can you send me like a file that I can download and maybe?
2: Sure, like I'll send use? it to you in the same chat that I did already, and then I'll resend <laughs> you the same fucking file that you could put it into a file, <laughs> and then you can make a folder out of that same picture that I already sent you. Uh, <laughs> low res, low res. I'm sure you're using low res for your stickers. Uh, I don't even know what. I it's not a choice. I copy and paste here, like I, I select it and put it in the thing. What what what? <laughs> you act like there's a a choice. Uh, anyways, um. So thank you for checking us out uh, How did you guys come up with your selections <laughs> For your favorite uh, Christmas cover songs? Uh, Dave, how did you come up with your selections?
0: Uh, as is well known If you're a uh, longtime listener of the podcast I am something of a purist So um, for me it was actually quite, quite difficult to uh, To come up with uh, with covers that uh, that I thought were were better than the original ones for uh, for this and um, and yet I did uh, so. But that's not uh, what we did.
2: <laughs> that's not our topic. Bff, our topic is uh, best Christmas cover songs. It doesn't have to be better than the original. It just has to be the favorite cover song that you have.
0: Oh, that's right. That's how he interpreted it. That's, that's right. No, no. Oh God. Can we not I, do this again? No, I, I gave no, no, no. You know what happened? I gave the reasoning for the previous topic. <laughs> uh, no, I. Uh, it, it's just my 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 four favorite uh, Christmas covers is all that is. My number one came to me immediately. Right. The others I, I had to think about a little bit, and then as soon as uh, as soon as I came across them, I was like, oh yeah, no, of course this one. <laughs> all
2: right, uh, uh, Debona, how did you come up with your selections?
0: Uh, what I ran into a lot with this was that. Uh, something Dave and I were discussing it. The covers of these songs tend to just basically sound exactly like the original and, uh, but not improve on it a lot. So what I've got here are ones that I really enjoy because I feel like they either do sound a lot like the original and, and just vastly improved it or um, they're just, they just sound like this band did this song and, and it's kind of their own thing. It's it's a hodgepodge of kind of favorites and you know just hands down best type things. You know, there's always that argument. But I actually had a lot of fun with it, and so we'll see what happens again. All
2: right, Missy.
1: Um, mostly my feelings. That's what I went with this time. Um, I I think we were talking about this before we were recording it. How. When doing research for this list I realized how many songs i like that are original um I still love the classic tragedy, but I had to leave a, a lot on the side of the road which is painful um I chose songs that i would listen to throughout the year honestly my, my mountain these four particular songs of covers I'll throw it on in July or September. I don't give a shit. Just because I need a mood booster. And I'm not even that crazy about the holidays or Christmas. I'm kind of a grinch. But these four songs are like are great. So I just went with, with my gut.
2: All mm-hmm. right. Simple. Right on. I went... Uh, the way I made my selection is I, uh, I'm i not a fan of Christmas songs. Uh, I forgot what year it was that we did a mountain of christmas songs and it wasn't or it didn't have to be original yeah it didn't have to be originals or covers or whatever there was no speculation there was no stipulation um and i made it clear then i was like i'm not really a fan of christmas songs and i love christmas christmas is uh, uh i my f- f- like a in competition for like my fir- my favorite holiday of the year um, there's Flag Day and then there's uh, Christmas like 1A and 1B uh, but I, I don't know like I just think that Christmas songs uh, for the most part are not great but uh, in doing research for this particular topic I found that there was but, but the
0: Flag Day songs
2: are fantastic legit I mean that's <laughs>
0: it elevates Flag Day to the next uh, but
2: the next level the Flag Day cover songs not that great but the OG no, 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 Flag no, no. Day songs those are the, that's where you're at <laughs> um, yeah in doing research for this topic i've i learned that there's a there's actually like a lot of uh or there, people are still making original christmas songs and i did not know that i was like oh i thought i legitimately in giving the example of what could classify uh as a pick for this to missy i gave mariah Carey's all i want for christmas i thought that was a fucking like i didn't know that was an originally sang by her I, I thought that was like i assumed because I've and heard it by her, my friend. Huh?
0: And written by her, not
2: just saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, don't, don't. That's care. her
0: song. She wrote it. All though. right,
2: all right. Take it easy. I'm not taking it from her. I'm just put a. some respect <laughs> on it,
0: man. That's that's a Christmas jam. Uh, yeah, it's all right about a song that's 20 plus years old.
2: Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. It's like '94, I think it was. But here's the thing: because yeah, I mean, because when, of
0: when you say Christmas music still being written, I mean. That's not, you know, well, not I'm, even Teddy close Carson, to Teddy, the tree. Uh, Again, oh, no, no, I, I, agree. I'm just saying. I mean, I, you know,
2: but I mean, I'm, I'm just giving an example. Agree, I'm that's just your example you
0: hey, yeah, the guys twenty, twenty years ago, they were still writing Christmas music.
2: Yeah, yeah, but again, because okay. I grew up with that song, I thought that was like the same as saying white christmas it's like oh yeah that was made in the fucking 20s you like who didn't did, know like i didn't i didn't know until today i was today literally today years old when i found out
1: well because i was asking i was trying to clarify what it was goes, yeah you know like all i want for christmas i'm like that's an original what are you doing to me,
2: man <laughs> and i was like oh and i googled it and i'm like oh shit this is all right i didn't know it was an original um so anyways uh with that said i just uh i i went through uh a bunch of songs a caveat of songs and i listened to them and i picked ones that i like i like some that are completely different than the originals and i like some that put their own their own spice their own their own salt what's that uh bay salt bay <laughs> 2012 Paul.
0: uh oh, to the to the listening audience Neri is acting out a meme right now
2: yes uh and uh <laughs> if you want to see that act out you could go to the youtube channel mt Geekmore and select the episode the episode should be up uh maybe three three days after the audio drops uh with that said um, um where we at all right number four with the fourth pick Four. round 4 I'm in no mood for your wife's crap. Let's get it on. All right. So, uh Dave, who do we got for your number 4?
0: Um my number 4 is Jingle Bell Rock by the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Oh, such a great pick. I I really thought about that when they yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh this is one of those that I think
2: Was uh, it Did you say did you the say the, the Orchestra? The,
0: the Alka-Seltzer Orchestra. I'm asking. Brian, you. Setzer. The
2: Brian Setzer. All right.
1: Nowhere near
2: Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> Brian Seltzer, Alka-Seltzer? Really? Nowhere near? Okay. <laughs> Set- Setzer. It's, it's no L. Set- Setzer. Setzer. Setzer.
0: There's, there's no L. Not even a silent one.
2: Um. Okay, but your silent uh, L right
0: here.
2: Uh, I... uh going <laughs> uh, <laughs> be that kind of night.
0: I, I, I don't think that uh, n- none of the covers that I've ever heard of this, I think, top the original, but there are two that get close. Uh, there's the Holland Oates one and, uh, and the Brian Setzer one. And um, I think I may have heard the Brian Setzer one more throughout my life. Uh, the original one is featured more in, in movies and, and TV shows. But on radio, what you typically hear, at, at least what I've heard, when I hear "Jingle Bell Rock," he's the Brian Setzer one. He's got that killer guitar solo in the middle, um, where he's got that that rockabilly, you know, gu- guitar sound going. And uh, it's I I love this song. It's uh, outside of covers. It's it's just one of my favorite Christmas songs, um, as you know, in general. And um, I love it. It, it, it makes me. It, it puts me in in the Christmas mood. He's got a great voice too. I feel like I feel like uh, uh, one of the ways that our lists are going to line up a lot, even if not the exact same songs. Dave, is I feel like you and I both tend to look for the same thing. Which is like, I kind of like this Christmas song. But now this rock band that I do that is that I like is doing it, and that's kind of cooler.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there you go. All right, uh, right uh-huh. on. So, "Jingle Bell Rock" by Aqua Salsa. Um. Deborah, what do you got for (laughs) your number four?
0: Uh, For my number four, this is a song that I would kind of be crazy to say it's better than the original, but I think that this band took it and made it their own so much that if you were unaware of the original, you might just think it was their song just kind of out of the box for what they do. And my number four is All I Want for Christmas Is You by My Chemical Romance. Uh, That's great. It's fun. It's it's so much fun. I am a diehard My Chemical Romance fan. I love them. I've loved them forever. And I think that they take this song, and you can tell that exactly what Dave said. They just had a lot of fun recording this. It almost seems like the type of thing that started is just... Like a warm up or something that they were just goofing around with, like in a December rehearsal or something, and decided that they would kind of stick with it. It's, it what's really interesting about this is for when it came out, it was in a transitional period and what My Chemical Romance was doing. And um, the way that Gerard Way sings has changed a lot over the years. And this version of All I Want for Christmas is You that they do really harkens back to his vocal stylings in their first couple of albums of um, I Brought You My Bullets and I Brought You My Love and uh, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. So it's uh, also as a My Chemical Romance song uh, band, this song is nostalgic. It, It sounds like old My Chemical Romance while being one of their newer songs. He doesn't try to hit the Mariah Carey notes. He doesn't try to hold them the way she does. He very much just sings it like you would imagine Gerard Way sings Christmas songs. And that's what makes it so great. It's fun, but it also just feels so true to the band. It doesn't feel like they were just out to do a Christmas song and thought that this one would be clever and they worked too hard at it. Everything about it just feels natural and feels like a bunch of friends just jamming to a song that they like and turning it into something that sounds like their band would do. And I just absolutely love, um, this cover. And so it honestly, like, this is one of my ones that in favorite versus best kind of fell down the list because I do think it's great and I think it deserves a spot. It's what, it's probably one of my top two favorites. But the others on my list, I think, are overall better covers. So that's why I put it at number four. My Chemical Romance doing "All I Want for Christmas Is You." All right, all
1: I've never right. heard it.
0: It's so much fun, like I said, and it's just—and I don't know if you're a, a My Chemical Romance fan or not, but it really does sound more like Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge" Gerard Way than "Black Parade" or even "Danger Days" Gerard Way. It's—it's—it's a—it's a, it's a more raw garage-sounding My Chemical Romance than. Uh, the way they started to sound by Black Parade. You know that's that's a band that I was not into when they were at at, at the height of their uh, their their popularity because of how almost like cult like their their fans were to me it was a it was a turnoff.
2: It was like the like Rick and Morty
0: thing. <laughs> exactly like the Rick and Morty thing. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not going to get into this. And then when I finally did get into them, I was like, these guys are fantastic. I yeah. totally get it. Yeah. The, the, the Rick and Morty uh, thing?
2: It's it's hipster. On, so it's hipster mentality. That, I don't like it because it's, it's super yeah. popular. So I don't want to well, like yeah. it. Not,
0: no, 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 no. It's not about not liking it because it's super popular. It's about not liking it because the fan base is so rapidly annoying.
2: Because I, they like I'm it. I do
1: like any fanboy base. Or like start because we
0: could think kind of, of yeah yeah star yeah yeah so um and, and I get that I, I really do because yeah it got the the Mike Chemical Romance fandom did get super weird there for a while but yeah mm-hmm. like and and a lot of people avoided them for that but they're they're amazing musicians they really they are. are yeah
2: yeah uh, all right uh, so all I want <laughs> for Christmas is you uh, I've never heard this song so. Um... <laughs> I didn't even know the original was sung by the original artist. Um, all right, Missy, uh, what is your number four?
1: So my number four is um, kind of a curveball for the rest of my list. And it's a song that I really enjoy literally all year long. It's been one of my playlists. And um, it's not exactly as cool as the first two picks, but um, it's. Uh, I heard the bells on Christmas Day, and it's casting crowns. Version of
0: it? Oh. Um, the what? Yeah. I was, I was going to table it. I thought you were just going to say a different band. The Civil Wars have done a, a version they of that. They
1: did. Too, and there was, wait, wait, and there wait, was wait. What's, close, what's the song? <laughs> it's called I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: And the band's name is Casting Crowns.
0: So, going old school there, huh? Yes.
1: Yeah. So they're a christian band that's why it's a curveball that they are um, what's the name of the band this is an album that's casting crown
0: okay, okay.
1: casting crown mm. um so i this album is like 12 years old actually and um but i listen to the song all year long because it's so pretty and it's. I, it, even though it's a cover it has a very classic feel to it and the fact that they use like a children's choir as a background for background vocals it like, just makes it very like hot chocolate you know feel kind of thing um, and it's one of their better songs from the album and um, yeah it's not much pretty straightforward I really like this song all year long so that's my before
0: I, I like that song. I don't know if I've ever heard the Casting Crowns version. Like I said, when you started, I thought you were going to talk about the Civil Wars version. Um, so I I haven't heard the Casting Crowns version though.
1: I'm I'm still like devastated that the Civil Wars broke up because I I I love I that's one they're they're one of my favorite bands ever. So um, classic. I had to cut I, I had to pick between that version and this version and I just the, the only deciding factor was that I listened to this version a lot off, more often than other. All right, that's
2: pretty much Uh, that's this is a second pick in a row that I don't know the song or the or, or the band. Um,
0: you at least know, you know the band My Chemical Romance.
2: No, no, I know the band. I didn't know that they made that song. Uh, oh, okay. they didn't know and so and in this pick I don't know the song I never heard of the song or the band. Uh and then you gave a third you gave a second band that made that does the oh. song and I don't know that band. So I'm fucking I'm like, Well right. you would I don't I
1: don't think
2: you'd like the civil awards. Not your gym. Um uh, I you know, okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um uh,
0: they're folky and hipstery.
2: uh <laughs> he
1: likes uh, like happy music. I like a lot of music. I
2: like a lot of different kinds of music, but I mean it's fine. Uh all right, so my number four is Oh Holy Night by Weezer. Uh is my number four. Uh this is a song that I didn't even know existed until today. As far as song by Weezer, I had no idea. They put out a Christmas oh, I album. I you
0: were gonna say you didn't know that "Oh Holy Night" existed <laughs> until today. I'm like, there,
2: d- does your ignorance know no bounds? <laughs> no, "Oh Holy Night." I I always thought it was a Halloween song, and I was like, all right, I mean, whatever. I never really associated it with Christmas, but all right, fuck it, we'll do a, we'll do a Christmas. But Weezer has apparently Weezer has a Christmas album. I had no fucking clue that Weezer had a oh, Christmas album, know. so uh, I was like, oh, I'm today years old when I learned that. So I listened to it, and I was like. Oh, holy fuck, this is really good. I was listening to it kind of dismissive, like, all right, really? Fucking Weezer has a Christmas album? Get the fuck out of it. And I heard it, <laughs> and, and I was like, covers, it's man. really good. I'm like, holy fuck, it's actually yeah.
0: really good. An, an, another band that gets slept on for musicianship way more than they should because great, great musicians.
2: Yeah, and, um, and I'll be honest with you, i think it's better than the original it's completely different than the original uh the original is very much a church song very much you know that in that spirit of the you know no no pun intended of of like that kind of you know i don't know choir song i guess uh, to to put it i don't know how to define the original one other than that churchy Queryy. Sounds good to make Little preachy. good. Uh, and uh, but Weezer was like, "We're gonna go in this other direction, and uh, we're okay. gonna rock the fuck out of this song." And I'm like, "Holy yeah. shit!" So uh, I enjoyed it. I thought I was. Really, I listened to it three or four times in a row. And I'm like, "Do I? Re- is this really gonna make my fucking list?" Like I really put it on just to. I'm like, I'm like, you know, half dismissive. Like, all right, let's see what it, let's see what they got. And I'm like, Jesus, this is actually really good. Uh, yeah,
0: shout out to Jeff Hansen and some people on the, the Facebook page for pointing that one out because today was the first day I listened to that one, too. Oh,
2: thank God, I'm not alone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my ignorance knows one bound, and it's uh, it's, it's, the, it's the same bound that the bonus knows. Uh, all right, so I, 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 if,
0: if it makes you feel any better, I didn't know they did this cover either. I did know that they had a Christmas album, but I didn't know this was on it. But out of uh, pure principle, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, uh, I cannot put anything Weezer on my mountain ever. Uh, fuck Rivers Cuomo. Uh,
2: you've talked about this before.
0: I'm um, pretty. I'm pretty sure I have.
1: I, I haven't heard this rant. What I, happened?
2: Yeah, I In haven't heard movie? this. I don't maybe remember you this. Just rant.
0: Made this rant to me one time, Dave. Because <laughs> maybe I did. Uh, so uh, years ago. Uh, when when I was just uh, a wee lad of about uh, fourteen, I uh, I very excitedly came home to the newest edition of Guitar World magazine, where uh, Weezer was the uh, was the artist on the cover, and it was Rivers Cuomo. I remember the the, the issue like it was yesterday. It was him in a gray t shirt, and he was holding up the Eddie Van Halen guitar, the striped guitar, and mm-hmm. uh, they had uh, they had just they were in the middle of touring, uh, for, uh, the album with hash pipe. So, uh, like they were on top of the world. And, uh, at the very end of the interview, which I thought was a fantastic interview, uh, the interviewer was asking him about fans and he said, uh, yeah, no fuck fans. Don't come up and talk to me. And so the interviewer kind of like laughed it off. He was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's funny. Uh, he was like, uh, but for real, like your 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 fans, like you know, do you have anything to say? He was like, "Yeah, leave me the fuck alone." And the interviewer was like, "You realize you would be nowhere without your fans, right?" And he says, "Yeah, no, I get that. Like, buy my music, come to my concerts, but don't talk to me. I don't know you." And after that day, I was like, "Fuck you, Rivers Cuomo." I took the album. I went out into the back into the fire pit. I burned that fucker up.
2: Yeah, oh, fire I had pit in Miami. Support it. Yeah. Wait, my dad what do you need a, was. need What do you need a fire pit in Miami? Let's. Let, let, I want. A, this story has so many layers. <laughs>
0: well, did that for Neary got stuck? Like, well, I, what, well, what I had.
2: Right? I was. What, what's the temperature right now, Neri? What's the temperature right now? Yes, for this is the one day of the year. So you guys buy. Okay, you, well, that's how rich you are. You go. buy a fire pit for the one day of the year that it hits below seventy. Okay, <laughs> baller status. Is that why you're no, wearing a suit and tie to the podcast? <laughs>
0: Also, no, have you have you never gone to a bonfire on like on the beach in the summer? Yeah,
2: man. Yeah, yeah. It's not at somebody's house, though. You said you went to the backyard and threw it in the fire pit.
0: My, par- my, my parents live on a lake.
2: Okay.
1: I, what I, what it, I want. You've been there. <laughs> what I want to add to the backyard situation is that s'mores are an all year long activity. Yeah, so is that. But um, never also had a going back to the week. Uh, I don't. Um, going back to the Weezer interview, uh, that was. I mean, if you were fourteen, and that was like what, 10, 15 years ago. That's about right. You're holding a grudge off, based off of like one twenty. It, it
0: would be it would be twenty years ago.
1: Yeah, I was kind. I was kind of <laughs> uh, So just because, based on that interview, you're never going to talk to them. Like you would rather go to Nickelback and ever the Weezer.
2: Um. I mean, do I have to go to Nickelback? Can I just stay home? Yeah. First of all, Nickelback Guns is all- amazing. Are why are we other- fucking talking shit about Nickelback? What did Nickelback ever do to fucking be dragged into this comparison? I don't understand. Because Nickelback is universally hated too. So
1: that's why I'm trying
2: to see. I don't know how you un- I don't know how universal is. that is. They're fucking millionaires. They sell millions of copies of shit. So it's
0: it's, it's pretty damn universal, man. They they're they're like one of the most shit on bands around.
2: Yeah, but they still sell millions of copies. So somebody's lying. Right, not, there's somebody has to be years. fucking lying. Oh, okay. <laughs> like we digress. You know what? Uh to the listener, uh you know, hate my comedy and talk shit about me all you want. If you could just buy millions of copies while you're doing that have at it have fucking at it do me a favor and shit on my comedy and tell me it's fucking hacky and yell at me but buy millions of copies you have to fucking buy millions of copies and sell out everywhere i fucking go in arenas okay after that you could do whatever the fuck you want i don't give a shit um but what i will say about the weezer thing before i get off of it uh dave is two possible things one you know Maybe he, maybe he suffers from anxiety and maybe he doesn't like personal contact with people he doesn't know. I don't think the way he said it, of course it was very curt and very like fucking hurtful but for him to say like hey i appreciate if you would have said i appreciate you uh liking my music and i'm glad that you appreciate my music i just don't feel comfortable with people who i don't personally know coming up to me in the middle of the street maybe if you would have said it that way you would have felt better about it i don't know i'm just saying i know people that suffer from anxiety and they don't fucking like that i know comedians who are famous and they don't like that fucking like, hey, after the show, I want to meet you and shake your hand and take pictures and hug you. They don't fucking like that. And they don't go out after the shows for that reason. Now, do they say crazy shit at a magazine article or magazine interviews? No, they don't fucking say blunt and curt shit like that. I'm just saying. Right. Well, and uh, that's,
0: and that's, that's what got me. And, and I get it. You know, there, like Jerry Seinfeld is one of those guys that has said, like, listen, you know, I, I'm, uh, you know I'm, I'm not into... You know that sort of thing he'll stop and he'll take a picture with you but you know he doesn't he's not really into it you know but uh if you are me as like a a teenager a fan of your music like i am your target audience right uh if if you're going to make me feel that way that's the way that i'm gonna feel
2: yeah but you're not a teenager anymore you can look back at that and, <laughs> lo- and, and you can look back no. at that and then think about it in different perspectives
0: yeah but as far as i know he's never said anything about anxiety he was just a dick and he doesn't earn any of my fucking money
2: yeah but how would you know if he said anything no, about anxiety you stopped buying anything her. from that, he, that had him on the cover
0: <laughs> oh, that's his loss
2: i agree all right missing. let's move on man round three. <laughs> Oh wait uh, our number fours were Jingle Bell Rock by Brian Seltzer Setzer Orchestra. All I want for Christmas is you by Chemical Romance. Uh Heard the Bells was I heard the bells on Christmas Day by Casting uh, Casting, Casting crown. crown? Casting Crown. I'm just trying to yeah. read my own handwriting. And Oh Holy Night <laughs> by Weezer. There's an,
1: there's an S after the crown.
2: Okay. Like there's multiple crowns.
1: There's multiple crowns.
0: Okay. And they throw them all. <laughs>
1: they
0: uh, pass
2: them all. <laughs> That's the way I picture them. <laughs> 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 if you want to know what uh, the Bono's laughing at, make sure to check out the YouTube channel. <laughs> uh,
1: Round three. Can that be the
2: grip? The there's a magic oh. Yes, it is. That's one of my favorite things is when kids try to throw shit really hard and you see how fucking much effort they put into it and they just suck. (laughs) Uh, All right. Number three, Dave, what do you got for your number three, man?
0: Uh, My number three is Run Rudolph Run, uh, which almost everyone knows is Run Run Rudolph uh, by Keith Richards, Uh, originally by Chuck Berry. Uh, Everyone knows the Chuck Berry version. Um, no, I was, I was, I was waiting to have my mind blown when you go by Chuck Berry. Cause it's a cover. And I was like, no, way I know. Well, <laughs> no, honestly, this, this is one of those where like, I absolutely love Keith Richards. I love everything the stones have ever done. Um, but, uh, there's no way you can, you can say that this is better than, than the Chuck Berry version. I mean, Chuck Berry invented rock and roll guitar play, you know? Uh, and, and he's got such an iconic sound. You know, so there's, there is or no did Michael J. Fox invent it. uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, there, there is no way that you can mimic what was done by Chuck Berry. And this is one of those that I think, um, kind of strays from that path a little more than, than what the, the Christmas covers tend to do. And what you end up with is a run Rudolph run that sounds, a hell of a lot like the Stones. It just sounds like the Stones playing "Run Rudolph Run," and it's fantastic. It's really great. It's a it's a it's a fun time. It, it's that it's got that like gritty blues rock sound that uh, that we all love the Rolling Stones for. And um, if if I heard this over the Chuck Berry version, I wouldn't be upset. Okay. I think that's the best way to
2: put it. Puts. Let's add this to the songs How I've never heard cover? and need to hear. <laughs> I think this
0: came out in the 70s. Yeah, it, no, it I is. never heard a cover of that. Is it, it, like, it, is it, is it something
1: I missed? Like it's, it's, well, it's a well-known... It, it's not
0: one that gets a lot of... like. We've got the station here that on, on, the day, on November 1st starts playing Christmas music um, until December 26th, and I will probably hear the Chuck Berry version 10 times for every one time that I ever hear the Keith Richards version. Yeah, that's the thing is like the Chuck Berry version, the original version, just gets so much airplay. Um, and really, why would you play any of the covers when you have the perfect version in the original?
1: I like but, how you... I get it. You, I like how you did that.
2: I never, mm-hmm. I never heard of this song, so I'm going to go check it out.
0: You know the, the song. song at all or just this cover?
2: No, I've never heard of this song
0: it's in a bunch of movies you you've heard yeah. it oh, i'm sure run, like
2: Santa's gotta make it to
0: town no that's I, the most thing it, do, yeah I it, it's in it's in
2: home alone uh yeah i'm sure if maybe i maybe if i'm like i was gonna write i was about to say like i've never heard it and i was like well maybe i have i just don't know it's the song i don't know it as a song i don't i don't know i, I guarantee you yeah and, i guarantee you that's it and if it's in movies i mean most you know if i watch a lot of movies um all right uh the bono what do you got man what's your number number f- three
0: my number three is one of the more classic ones i ended up kind of splitting this list 50 50 um and it is one of the most widely known christmas songs it happens to be my favorite version um and it is frank sinatra doing jingle bells um if you are not if you're not sure which version this is, if you ever listening to the radio and you hear the one that starts off with them literally spelling jingle bells, I love those bells, bells. Yeah. This, this was on my mountain when we did it uh, back in 2017. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, I'm usually not a big rat pack, like lounge lizard crooner fan. Like I can, I can get behind it sometimes if the mood is just right. You know, I've had just that right amount of whiskey where I'm deciding whether or not it's okay to slap around a woman and my children, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, and you, you know, you get in that, you get that lounge lizard mindset. But uh, no, this, this version, like this is one of those songs that when I hear it, I feel Christmassy. I consider this to be like the definitive version of Jingle Bells. I went and looked today just to, just to kind of see how many people have done covers of Jingle Bells, and it's absurd the things you can find out about um, the song Jingle Bells and how many people have done covers of it, including In Sync. But I digress. Um, this particular <laughs> this particular version it it's just it feels there was Missy. You said something when you were talking about your last one. You said it feels hot chocolatey, and that's how I feel when uh, when I listen to this version of <laughs> I Jingle had a different, Bells. Like different... it's just. <laughs>
2: I just went <laughs> Totally sexual with it I'm like what? It feels like a black man Just on you Like I literally Just went that route But I'm like I'm sorry I digress oh Go, my ahead. God. Go ahead. Merry Christmas Merry Christmas guys but, and
0: I just I I, <laughs> I I love the way His voice carries Through this song He doesn't try to do Too much with it um, He doesn't try to make it Super loungy um, And like I said It has that one little part At the beginning That lets you know Okay like This is the Frank Sinatra version Coming right And and it's just it's it's a, it's a lot of fun to listen to and like this is just a song that when I hear it I'm like, Yeah, man, you're right. It is Christmas time. I do love jingle bells. I do love those J-I-N-G-L-A-B-E-L-L-S. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh and I mean I just I just get behind it. Like this is one that that I can that I can never change. I love it and uh so it's it's my number three. Jingle bells by Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm.
2: Six, uh right on. Uh yeah, I, I uh uh, I thought this was the original too. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm fucking kidding. <laughs> Dave's like, What the fuck? Uh I like I like this picture. First
0: song ever broadcast from space, by the way. Jingle bells. Not this version, but just jingle bells in general.
2: Um all right. Uh Missy they, they,
0: they did the uh, the Batman Smells version. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was such a good time when you were. Oh, scared. Bart Simpson! Yeah, you were so edgy because <laughs> you were the learning single belt. Uh, All right,
2: Missy, thanks. what's your number three?
1: So my number three—it's um, from the '90s. Sucking. Um, I'm not sure. So I'll just uh, John Bon Jovi's "Please Come Home for Christmas." That's my number three. I haven't heard every single. Ver- like a lot of the versions of this song, because I think I landed on this one when I was like in my mid in the mid nineties, and and stayed there. What I like about this song is that it's very bluesy. And again, I'm like I'm not, I can't compare it to other covers because I I just know like this one in the original. I really haven't spent that much time digging through the other covers. Um, but it's very bluesy and like something about the way he sings it. It has, like, that longing, achy feeling when you're missing somebody during the holiday season or just on a Tuesday. And it looks so, like his
0: hair. It sounds like how his hair looks.
1: Okay, because how feathery was his hair in the mid-90s? Like, oh, this man. Was around the time, this was around a time when they had dropped, like, Always, and they had, were doing the Greedy Hits album, like, where Crossroads. they have... Crossroads, thank you. Where they had the, the Beyonce fan before it was the Beyonce fan. Just kind of like <laughs> casually feathering his perfect hair. I love that time period for this. When scene. he was still so, riding high
0: up Young Guns too. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Young oh, he's,
2: oh.
1: And he's so old now. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, like I saw his, his son has a TikTok account. And I know I should join Medicare before going on TikTok, but it's true. And he's he's still so, so handsome. Like, but yeah. I digress.
2: yeah, but um, Young Guns too. Bon Jovi. Mm. <laughs> no,
1: my Bon Jovi. Uh, oh, my Bon good. Jovi is, the, is the always Bon Jovi. But that's because oh
2: my land, it was
1: a formative time in my life. That song, for a second, I'm gonna get off the Christmas thing. Came out the same around the same time when. Aerosmith had the the get a grip with the crazy and that that whole trispecta of, of videos that I would just sit there and like, God damn, like what's happening? Anyway Alicia um,
0: Silverstone. Oh yeah. Well, oh.
1: I was a very confusing time for me. I, to, <laughs> I said this before. I was actually listening to, to those songs today after on my way home and I was like, Man, which fucking videos are iconic? Anyway, so this song is very bluesy. I like the vibe of it. And I just, the way that he sings this song is, has that longing, achy thing, which I think if you ever have to experience or go through, like, missing somebody during the holidays, it's sucks extra. Um, and it's just very, it's, it's, it's my favorite. So, number three. Hmm.
0: Right his, on, His man. voice in this version is, it's, it's strikingly different from a lot of Bon Jovi things, which is really interesting. Very like, easy. yeah, he takes he takes a very different approach to singing on this than he does on just a, a Bon Jovi track, and I, I I appreciate that pick. I haven't thought about that that version of that
2: song in forever.
0: I think he started to sober up at that point.
2: That that might Did he be have uh, that might be the problem. He was an, he was an, oh 80s. no, he was an eighties musician. <laughs> they they all had problems.
1: Yeah, I mean, when, when,
0: you, when Cruz set the bar, like, the Cruz set the bar pretty high for having a problem. Well, hold on, like, Like, bar low, low bar. How how, low can that
2: bar get? Well, they set it at a low pace. They set it. They were the ones that set (laughs) the low bar. (laughs) They set the low bar. Um, I've never heard this version. Um. So that's cool. All right.
0: Mary's yeah, got homework after this episode. Yeah, we got make
1: a playlist for you, bud.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I, think, I think we should we I would
1: like to, to, to make this
2: playlist. I was gonna say we should make this playlist uh, available to, to the listeners, uh, at the uh, yeah whenever
0: we do a music episode. I think that uh, I think that we just nailed something awesome down there. Well,
2: we've we've done we've done it once before. So if you go on, what's the one you use? The s- streaming.
0: I think it was. I think it was the summer one, right?
2: Spotify. Right. Spotify. So if you go on Spotify and you search geek more, you'll find one playlist. But we gotta, we gotta keep adding to it.
1: Uh,
2: the earworm episode. Ah, uh, that's the that's one. what it is. Uh, all right. Um, uh, my number three. It's very difficult because these three, these next three, are like very sit very high with me. So this is very difficult for me to. My number three is uh, "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" by uh, none other than Whitney Houston. Uh, That to me, her version is different. It starts off kind of the same, and then kicks it, and she adds that little spice. She adds that That Whitney Whitney Houston. Yeah, she adds that Whitney Houston. You know, a little crack rock on top of it, uh, just to spice it up a little bit, just to like give that that punch. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, later. Bobby Brown
0: was with the punch. Yeah, it was... <laughs> Bobby Brown added the punch. It was, like, like, mm-hmm. uh, it was
2: like that. It had that. I had that bathtub feel you know it, it was killer there um I so uh if you <laughs> so if you want to listen to it it's have yourself a merry little christmas by whitney houston she, i i love her her twist on it i love that it's uh it really does satisfy all the hunger of like the purists like oh i want to hear this song a certain way because i'm used to hearing it a million you know a million times this certain way but it's It's like when Whitney did the the national anthem at the Super Bowl. It's, yes, that is definitely the national anthem. However, it is definitely her own. Whitney's. Yeah, yeah. it is definitely Whitney. Um,
0: like the definitive national anthem.
2: Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so have yourself uh, a a merry little, uh, a merry little. I always want to put very and not merry, but I get what they're doing. Uh, merry little Christmas. Have yourself a very little Christmas. <laughs> I, I, I always think about putting a very merry. I, I always think about putting very merry little. I'm like, I'm like Jesus. Uh, so have yourself a merry little Christmas. Uh, have yourself
0: a Bob Cratchit style Christmas.
2: Just Christmas <laughs> at this point. Houston, all right. Um, uh, so yeah, man, that's uh that's our number fours, so Our no- I'm sorry, number threes. Our number threes are uh run run Rudolph or run Rudolph run.
0: Uh, officially, it is called "Run Rudolph Run," but everyone calls it "Run Run Rudolph." Well,
2: uh, by Keith Richards, uh, "Jingle Bells" from Frank Sinatra, uh, "Please Come Home for Christmas" by Bon Jovi, and "Have a Merry Little Christmas" by Whitney uh, Houston. Houston or oh, Houston? Sorry, I got. You ever do that where you just get caught up in one word and like you keep repeating it over and over again, uh, and you're not high? That's that happens to me often. Um, all right, here we go. What?
1: What? No, not high.
0: What? Not like. <laughs> what? Round two. What? Dose,
2: the sequel to Uno.
1: All
2: right, number two. The deuce. The deuce of the list. Uh, David, what do you got for your number two, man?
0: Uh, My number two, I'm surprised it hasn't come up yet, uh, is um, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Bruce Springsteen and uh, the E Street Band.
2: Mm-hmm. and it, I did it's honorable mention and I just barely uh, I just barely didn't put it on. I did not like this song at all. I heard it today for the first time and oh, I, I wanted to I wanted to have time? it yeah, well his version his version uh and No, I know his version. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. I was like, "Oh, man, this guy shut the fuck up. His voice oh, is man. uber annoying, oh man." Um
0: you know um I I I want to say I understand that because uh Springsteen is an artist that grew on me. Like I really did not get the Springsteen like cult that has, has existed since like the dawn of time. And, um, a, a coworker of mine who, who grew up in New York, uh, at, at that time told me, he's like, you needed to be there. No one was doing what he was doing. Uh, when he was doing it and, and he like evolved and he changed, you know, with the, the, you know, changing music scene. And, uh, and then I had also heard you need to be at his, his concerts to really experience what he's about. (laughs) And I, I, I don't, I don't get it because something happened to me over the last 10 years or so where i grew into without having ever seen springsteen live i grew into this gigantic springsteen fan dude
2: show me same show me almost I- the
0: exact same thing so what happened with me was uh i fell in love with a band called gaslight anthem they're a newer band and when i introduced my mom to him she was like how do you listen to this and you don't like bruce springsteen and i was like i, I don't know it's like bruce springsteen just it's kind of kitschy and I- i'm not into it and she did the same thing she was like you know. Just, she gave me the whole he saved rock and roll spiel, right? Yeah. And and then I did the same thing. It was just I just started listening to her Springsteen. I was like, oh my god, this guy's incredible. Like everything yeah. this guy touches is gold. You, you know what I think it is? Is I started hearing other bands that I do like that had picked up influence from him, and then I was hearing these little bits of Springsteen in like countless bands. Yes. And then when I got back to him i was like oh shit i get it now i don't know what it was but something clicked and um, i have always liked this version of the song though um and and getting back to springsteen now like in love with his music and and with his attitude and and him as a person like he's always come off as a very cool and personable guy um like i i love the song all the much more for it so Claus is coming to town such a great version. And the, I will admit, though, the beginning, just when he when, like when he talks to Clarence personally, always makes me a little sad. When you remember that Clarence passed away, you know, a, a little what I guess about five six years ago now, mm-hmm. um, that, that Clarence died. But so every time, like when he's like, "Oh, Clarence, is Santa gonna bring you a new saxophone?" I'm like, "Oh, Clarence, I miss you." <laughs> but yeah, no, great, oh, such a great version. I, 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 the only reason I didn't put this one is because I did want a little. I did want some not so much rock stuff on mine. Ah, uh, fuck that! No, it's all rock for me.
2: The answer is no. By <laughs> the way, the answer is no. Santa Claus is not bringing Clarence in your saxophone this year.
0: Maybe he did back then. Um. Uh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I. I. I'm not that into. I love this song. This is an uh, honorable mention for me. Um. I'm. I'm not. I don't know his catalog very well, but I do know that he is to be revered. So if I ever get a chance and they let me go to concerts again, um, that's definitely like a bucket list concert that I would like. I would shell out ridiculous amount of money for uh, that experience because I know it's. I know it has to happen. Like once, it's like going on Aerosmith or Elton John. Like you have to do it if you can.
2: Jay Moore has great thing about that he says that he loves Bruce Springsteen but he hates when his wife starts playing and like in the middle of the concert like his wife would just play like two or three songs of hers like not even including Bruce, it's just like it's her like time like, and he's like, really like intermission. Yeah, it's really he really he get and he has a great bit about it where he's like, get the fuck, all right, time to go take a piss because he's fucking brought his broad with him because his fucking wife decided to like, I'm gonna fucking sit here and play the ukulele. Shut the fuck up! Like, I don't nobody wants to hear this shit. Nobody goes to a Bruce Springsteen concert to hear you. Uh I, <laughs> It's a whole rat I'm here for Max. Yeah, he's like it's a whole fucking rat. I thought it was great, Um, but I've never heard her play so um all right uh right on man if
0: something that'll i know i know this is not like a whole bruce springsteen thing but something that will turn you uh, more so in the way if you're if you're just a big music fan the past two bruce springsteen albums have been absolutely incredible the one that came out not long after clarence died was a bunch of b-sides that he re-recorded um and he did a great job with and this newest one right now is damn near like a soul blues album and it's just so I mean, like, like make you want to cry at how good some of these songs are. Oh, okay. yeah.
1: right. perfect season for that.
2: <laughs> are you not depressed no enough way. with your holiday season? Well, I have an album for you. Please listen to Bruce Springsteen's newest album, Slit Your Wrist. Uh, it has like it's sl- about getting old in the rock scene and just oh, oh god, it's so good.
1: I can relate to getting old. Yeah, I'll give it a shot.
0: Oh, do. It's incredible. All
2: right. Uh, Borno, what do you got for your number two?
0: Uh, so this one is not getting away from the fact that um, this is one of my rock ones that's on here. This is by one of my all-time favorite bands. This is a song that for a very long time I did not even know had words until I heard this band do it, and it is Carol of the Bells covered by Thrice. Um, I, for a very long time, had no idea that Carol of the Bells had words well it's a traditional song right and so i i didn't know that there was any more to it i didn't know there were lyrics to carol of the Bells." Uh, and um right. h- hang on hang on a second so i have a cover of carol of the bells as my number one <laughs> do we do we table this because it's not no my
2: no because i've had i have okay. other versions of other songs that have been mentioned okay
0: okay all right so um this, uh, if, if you are, if you're, if you don't know who thrice is you're not a thrice fan, they're like a post hardcore band that's really evolved with the scene and done a lot of things, but this came out right, um, around the height of their popularity. They had recently released an album called the artist in the ambulance. And it's when like the whole post hardcore screamo thing had gotten big and they really rode that wave. But what they did with this for at the time, compared to modern Thrice, this sounds very familiar. But when this song came out, it was very different from what anybody had heard Thrice do because they were still in that phase of their, their... partnership with their company where it was like, they were expected to make a certain type of music and that's what they were recording. Uh, this was actually a very early view into the, the musicianship of thrice and, and what they could do when they were kind of given free reign. They take this, they, um, I, I am a music fan. I'm not a musician. Um, but they, 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 it's lower and it's, and it's a little bit slower and it's, it's uh, it's earthier. Then, then like uh, then the whole then when a chorus sings Carol of the bells and it's and it's very big and it's very full this is very much like okay yeah this is four guys with their instruments tuned down and they're just showing you that they can do the damn thing uh, and Dustin and this is something that his voice had it, 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 you had not heard his voice do before this this single came out and they just they did it an incredible incredible version of it this song, Every year uh, as soon as my I always know when my brother is done eating Thanksgiving dinner because I get a text from him with a link to this song. Like this is the official beginning of Christmas for me and my brother. Is when he finishes Thanksgiving dinner and he texts me the link to go listen to Carol of the Bells by Thrice and it's the first time I listen to it every year is when he sends me that text. And uh, that's the beginning of the Christmas season for me man. If you've never heard it it, and you like the song, it's, it is very different than the original, but man, it just rocks. It, it kicks so much ass and they really took this song and they made it a thrice song, which is incredible because you know it's a church song, it's a choir song. It's this super traditional song and they take it and they turn it into just a kick ass post hardcore thrice song. And I love it so, so much. It's uh, Carol of the Bells by Thrice. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm looking for it, and I can't find it streaming anywhere.
0: Go ahead. Um, I watch it on YouTube every year. Uh, I, do I, 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 don't, I don't know how I don't know if it ever came out as a single or anything, but the YouTube video is just a red background of the Christmas tree, and the lyrics pop up as he sings them. Um, and that's the one that I watch every year, Carol of the Bells by Thrice. So, so good.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh is this the I'm song dead. that goes bam, 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 bam. is that the song yeah. we're talking about okay I That's only I on. only know that because I just like context clues of everything you were talking about I was like I don't, I don't know what the fuck yeah yeah it was in a great episode of uh, How I Met Your Mother alright um uh, Missy what is your number two so my number two is
1: um Michael Bublé's Santa Baby. So here's my t- here's, let me just start by saying that in my eyes, Michael Bublé cannot cannot do no wrong. But Michael Bublé's Christmas album is the mo- is a peak Michael Bublé like <laughs> like whatever his brand is in that in that Christmas album, it's perfect perfectly encapsulated. This version of this song is so retro. Um, because obviously his voice, but the way that they arranged the music for this particular, for this version, I just, it's just so good. It's like butterscotch. It's just so perfect. And it gives you a lot of nostalgia, but obviously, you know, that it's not like the original because of time and my (laughs) good way. Um,
2: (laughs) but, um,
1: I just, because the video
2: is in color. So you know, it's <laughs> you know, it's not the original.
1: <laughs> yeah, one of the reasons. Um, but I just think that this version is like very. We don't get winters down here, but this this is a very like it gives me a very white Christmassy kind of vibe. I don't know, just whatever it is, like the the hallmark of of whatever version of the Christmas like fantasy, like pinnacle of Christmas experience. If they did it in, a, in this in this version of this song, and I, I just love it. Makes me want to
2: start a bonfire. Yeah, I really wanted to have a Michael Bublé uh, song on there, uh, just because you know, for all intents and purposes, he is the king of covers. Like that's that's his fucking bread and butter, right? And. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but uh and i love his voice i love his you know uh but uh listening to other versions or other songs i should say because there was a specific song that i wanted to and then i was like all right um but uh i i you could do no wrong michael buble is great so you yeah, got i'm with you its
0: it I don't dislike his version. It's just, it's always so weird to me that it's not Eartha Like, like anybody else singing that song is always weird to me. I don't dislike it. It's just, I don't know. It's weird. It's like when, um, somebody recently has covered last Christmas, right? And if it's on anybody's list, I'll stop. No. Okay. Recently, somebody did a cover of Last Christmas, but it's a female. It might be Ariana Grande. I think and it's know. Ariana Grande. And it, yeah, it's like it's, there. There are some songs where it's like when you when you like gender swap them, it, it gets kind of weird. And like Santa Baby being sung by a man is kind of the same type of thing for me. It's like I don't know. It got kind of weird. But um, yeah, and it, like I said, I get the same feeling when Ariana Grande does Last Christmas.
2: Yeah, I don't like Ariana Grande, so I'm with you on that one. Uh, yeah, I don't
1: like He's holding a grudge because she licked
2: a donut once. Uh no. She was shitty about her to her fans and she was fucking running a, a fake ass apology. It was all real shitty. Everybody hated her until they fucking attacked her concert in Paris. All of a sudden now it's all forgiven. Um all right. So uh hey, hang, on, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I'm gonna
1: go to the bathroom
0: now.
2: River Rivers Cuomo literally shit on me
0: and his entire fan
2: base. Twenty years you ago, came to his defense. Twenty years, I didn't come to his defense. I said maybe. I said I even said I'm not defending the guy. I'm just saying maybe, <laughs> maybe. A humbug. All I'm saying, he, she, he didn't, uh, he didn't lick a fucking donut in public. So, so, somebody there else could no fucking apology. buy. There
0: was no apology. There was no, even if it was a half-assed one, there was no
2: apology. Oh, that uh, that apology wasn't an apology. That's like a marketing ploy. That's look at the apology video she made. She was looking at herself the whole fucking time fixing fixing her hair. That was literally her publicist saying you have to apologize. That's what she fucking What's, did. Uh,
0: what the- What's
2: what's your number two, Neri? Uh Well, I wanted to wait for Missy to come back. I didn't want to. I didn't want to start the the thing. I don't know. I, I
0: didn't know that people dislike. I like Ariana Grande a lot. I I, she's got I, an incredible
2: I, voice. I think she's fine. Oh, she's yeah. a she. She does have an incredible voice. You can't. I mean, you can't take away that. No, nobody's gonna take. And
0: away one that. time, one time she gave an interview and said she could like smell demons. And that, that always intrigued me. <laughs> she was uh, like, you know, all,
2: right, all right, all right. Too. Now, now I like her a little more. All right, all right. There was, there, was, okay. there was something about it. she
0: could smell demons, I was like, "All right, this chick is, is psycho," and I kind of dig that. Yeah, yeah. And I heard her on "Bang Bang," and I was like, "Okay, let's go." Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I was listening the whole time in in the bathroom. Um, I would say that I don't I. Think she was young and stupid and i think
2: you're more mad about the donut being violated well than I, I, i'm mad right. about all of it the 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 donut being violated what she said about americans <laughs> uh at the time for her the reason her reason for that like, and, you're, and you're i and on top of that her weak ass mean? and on top of that her weak ass apology i didn't i didn't appreciate that either um No, I
1: know, I know. But the demons thing kind of got me back.
2: (laughs) The the demons thing kind of got me back. I'm okay. I'm kind. I'm kind of. I'm. I'm coming around to her now. She can smell demons. All right, you kind of right, got me. That's a good chick to have around. That, well, not really. That's that's a good chick to have around to laugh at. So that's why I'm kind of with her. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of like this. Can you imagine one of your friends saying that? Can you imagine hanging around in a group back, you know, before COVID, pre-COVID times, and then one chick randomly going like, "I can smell demons." You'd be like, "Oh wow, here we go. This is this is going to be a fucking fun. Like that would be hilarious to have around. It'd be great." Uh, How
1: much did you take? <laughs> I to close my door. Could you could you imagine having
0: her and uh, and 45's, uh, witch doctor lady oh, around man. at the same time? <laughs>
1: Actually, put her in a room with the guy who blew covid away, that
0: pastor,
1: turn <laughs> the fucking camera
0: on. Yes. <laughs> and the demon sperm lady. I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. I would I would subscribe.
2: Uh yeah, I would hit that I'd hit that little bell to get a notification whenever the fuck something came up with them. Um, anyways, uh all right, so my number two is uh by far done by the, the youngest artist, I think, in our on our list, at least thus far. Um I don't know who you know what the number ones, who knows what that's gonna hold. But um is uh my number two is Silent Night by Megan Trainer. And so Megan Trainor released a, 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 a Megan Trainer released a, a Christmas album this year, like a month ago. Uh, I am a, I have become over the last couple of years a huge Megan Trainor fan. Like I am. i have i have a borderline like crush on megan trainer and as a 39 year old man you know happily married man with children it's kind of fucking weird to be looking at a celebrity and be like (laughs) and get fucking googly eyed over her uh but i love everything about megan trainer uh and i think it started for me i mean her, her her you know, her breakout song in 2015 was great too, but what got me to really have a crush for her, she had a couple songs and she did the song for uh, the Peanuts movie a few years ago. And my daughter and son were like at that age where they just watched that movie a thousand times. And it's a great movie, the Peanuts movie, uh, that was done. Oh, a, it's like, amazing. Yeah, so she did that song for it and it just stayed in my head for a thousand years. And uh, and I became a fan of hers. So I really love everything she she fucking does. She does everything right. Um, and uh, her social media is great. And uh, she married a guy, the kid from f- one of these movies. One of these uh, the what's the movie? Was a Disney
1: a Disney guy?
2: No, it's like Shark Boy and Lava. Like one of the fucking not 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 the not the good looking guy. The Shark Boy and Lava girl. Yeah. Uh,
0: Shark Boy is uh,
2: what's this guy? Not that guy. Not, that guy. not that guy. The fucking other girl Sabara is his name. Yeah. And so Sp- oh, it's the kid from Spy Kids. Spy Kids, that's what it is. He's a kid from Spy Kids. Uh, I get those confused. Um Yeah. Uh, and and uh so she's great, man. I I, I fucking love everything Megan Trainer and not to go off she on a really Making
1: Yeah,
2: that's her her. well, she just put out a, a Christmas it's album. She <laughs> She put out a Christmas album. I think her Christmas album dropped, I think like Something like October first or something like that or October like it was recent. it was very recent.
1: this is September ninth
2: <laughs> yeah oh yeah. good I get it Good for spy
0: Kid cause he looks exactly the same and he out kicked the shit out of his coverage.
2: oh my God, so much in both he looks exactly the same as in the movie and he's not married to megan Trainor he 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 not only did he what outkick world, america he he out kicked his coverage. <laughs> He out- kicked his coverage on both talent and looks. It's uh, it's <laughs> well beyond. Like that's not even like that gives me a guy like me hope. I'm like maybe I have a chance. I don't know. Um, uh, but uh, I fucking love her. She's great. Uh, she this album, the Christmas album, is really great. I was listening to it. I don't know couple of weeks ago, I think, because again, I follow her on Instagram and have a crush on her. Um, but there were a couple, there's one song that's called I'm Home. And I, I thought it was a cover song. That was like one of the first ones I thought of. I thought it was a cover song for I'll Be Home for Christmas. And it's not, it's an original and it's fucking great, and I love her voice. Um, I love her, you know, quasi raspy voice, but not really. And then the everything she does with it. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm, a, talented. I'm I'm a huge fan of hers. So, uh, if you guys want to check it out, it's called Silent Night. Megan Trainer. She has another one. She has White Christmas. Um, on that same album, she has White Christmas, where she it's a duet with her and Seth MacFarlane, and you can't even fucking yeah. tell it's Seth MacFarlane. Unless you're looking at the fucking listening device and it says <laughs> he's got a great voice too. No, but it's not his really typical. But it's not his typical he- voice. It's not like that fucking you know that that big orchestra voice. It's I don't know. It just sounded different to me than his regular. He does have a great singing voice. He, he's you know he's exp- shown that mm-hmm. on Family Guy a million times, but. Um, th- I almost went with White Christmas and then only to limit myself to one Megan Trainor song, I chose uh, Silent Night. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's my number two, Silent Night.
1: I'll give it a listen. So, I'm
2: learning so much today. Um, All right, we're going to do... Uh, oh, no, we're not doing... Oh, yeah, Honorable Mentions. What do you got, Dave? Uh,
0: I've got two. I've got um, Little Drummer Boy, uh, David Bowie and Crosby. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so good. The only reason I didn't go with it is because it's uh, it's kind of uh, it's kind of slow and uh, and you know kind of downbeat, and I, I wanted to go a little bit more upbeat. Uh, but I, I love that song. It's it's so amazing. And "Baby It's Cold Outside" uh, by Zoe Deschanel. Uh, first time I, I heard it and was Leon a, Redbone. Uh, yeah, whoever that guy is. Yeah, uh, but uh, but first time I heard it was an elf, and I've heard it a couple times. Uh, since then and uh, I am like, uh, Neri, you talk about like having a crush on a celebrity I am absolutely like head over heels in love with de Chanel. and um, there's, uh, there's, you, there's... Girl. But you
2: haven't watched New Girl? <laughs> no, but and not, not because, because he I not want to, want to yeah, not because
0: right? he I, I haven't had he the time to
2: do to. so uh, but, I don't know. Uh, You made the time for somebody you're head over heels in love with, bro you made the time. Show them your fucking <laughs> commitment. Your head over here is in love with them for God's sakes. Sir. Uh,
0: but yeah, it's, uh, I, I love I love that song. I love her version of it and it uh, like missed it by that much, you know? So. Mm-hmm.
1: I love her. And uh, she and Him is a really great band.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. DeBona, what do you got? Speaking of which, I have
0: Silver Bells by She and Him. Uh, they, they did a great cover of that. Um, now this, okay. I don't, the reason this one did, I will say this, the reason this one did not make my mountain is because technically I think it's a cover, but it's, it's the only version that anybody knows, but a white Christmas by Bing Crosby, technically it is an urban Berlin song. Um, but like that was the version that really put it on the map. So I just moved down honorable mentions, but that one's great. And, um, Blue Christmas by Bright Eyes um, is if if you know Bright Eyes they are like the definition of that like second third wave emo Connor Oberst is like the saddest dude ever and uh, the way that he does Blue Christmas really makes you feel like the the just it is the absolute end of his being that he's going to be spending Christmas without this girl. And it really takes Blue Christmas to a whole new level. And my last one is uh, Rosie Thomas covering Christmas Don't Be Late by Alvin and the Chipmunks. And um, uh, she actually adds, there's, there's another verse that she adds to it at the end that um, it, it, it's, it's a lot of fun to listen to and it's, it's a lot better than the Alvin and the
2: Chipmunks version. Right on. Uh, 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 Missy? I like
0: the Alvin and the Chipmunks version.
2: <laughs>
1: um, I have four. So I have I have Santa Claus is Coming to Town for Springsteen. I have um, Baby It's Cold Outside with um, Athena Menzel and Michael Bublé's version. I know the song is problematic cool. as fuck, but let me have this world. Um, also, Instinct does a um, acapella of Oh Holy Night on their, Christ- on their Christmas album, which is 10 out of ten. And my
2: last one is Jingle Bell Rock, but the Mean Girls version. <laughs> um, uh, my honorable mentions, I already have two, is the aforementioned um, uh, White Christmas by Meghan Trainor and uh, Little Drummer Boy by Angela Martin. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> go check that out. Uh, look, i uh, we're all huge fans of the office and the show. Uh, but, uh, Angela Martin, here's the thing. I listened to, uh, the office ladies podcast and that story behind that story behind that song is phenomenal. She is like terrified of singing in public Angela, the real Angela. Um, is terrified of singing in public and Harold Ramis, uh, directed that episode right that was uh the the samurai uh christmas uh episode Mm -hmm. and she was like i don't uh the benihana i'm sorry and she said i don't know um she's like oh my god i'm so nervous i'm so scared to sing like talking to Howard Ramus and she says um I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do that scene where she has to sing and Howard Ramus in the most Howard Ramus way like he's like oh no like he put her his hand on her shoulder and he's like but you're going to and then, <laughs> <laughs> like that, that was, and she says that that was it. She's like, Oh my God, that let me know that there was no if, ands, or buts. Like, I had to do this. And she, for the first couple of takes, was gripping the microphone. That was not in the script. She was gripping the microphone so hard that it got disconnected. And she was like trembling. You could see her vi- visibly trembling. So, Rain Wilson. Um, she says in the in the office ladies podcast Raiden Wilson that's why he got on, on his knee and that's why he was holding the microphone to her um. not because it was Dwight Shrew. To Angela Martin, but she says, in her words, she says, that wasn't Dwight helping out Angela, that was my friend Rain Wilson helping me out because he knew I couldn't get through that scene. And oh, that, scene, story. that scene that scene originally a great
1: story. it's a great
2: story. And that scene originally didn't have anything to do with Dwight. He was just gonna be there. But because she was so nervous and he was on his knee and he was like helping her, like that's why he was even mouth, he started off the count. He started going pum bum. Bump. Like before they started rolling, like he started doing that to get her in beat, and that was again unscripted on it. But like she has fond memories of that scene, so when she shared that story, I was like, honorable mention, Angela Martin singing "Uh, little Boy, Little Jordan Boy." Um, all right, let's like go. It. Let's go to our number one. If you are listening and you're waiting for the listeners' honorable mentions, that's gonna be a Patreon. So don't worry about it. We're gonna do that later.
1: Round one This is your last chance After this, there is no turning back
2: Do it, do it Come on, come on Alright, David, what do you got for your number one?
0: Uh, my number one was the first one that came to mind And uh, uh, there's not a single fucking word in it And uh, I don't give a fuck It's um, Christmas Eve, Sarajevo uh, 1224 Trans-Siberian Orchestra which is a, um, a cover of Carol of the Bells
2: oh man I, so, started, I started writing down Carol of the Bells I was like what that's not what you said was gonna happen. <laughs> I was literally like I was like that's Carol not what Bells. you said was gonna happen you didn't say that uh, <laughs> well what, what's the name of the song
0: it's called Christmas Eve and then in parentheses Sarajevo 1224 uh, so the
1: how do you spell Seri? Like for some, like just out of curiosity, how do you spell Sarajevo?
0: S A R A J E V O.
1: Cool. Now I know. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like the city, Sarajevo. Oh, oh really? like the city, Sarajevo.
1: Oh, now it makes sense. Oh, I get
2: about. it. <laughs> <laughs> really? No, I know where what Sarajevo is, is. Doesn't mean I know how to spell it. Oh. <laughs> that Sarajevo is. Is, that that. The, is that Is that where Andy so went to put Bosnia is, that, yeah. is Sarajevo where they went to Where Andy had to put that uh, That message underneath that black rock That like didn't have anywhere <laughs> Is that where it was Like in Mexico That's That uh, town in Mexico <laughs> <laughs> So the
0: uh, The idea behind the song is so uh, uh, a cellist is, is playing... Because whenever Trans-Siberian Orchestra does anything, it's, uh, it's huge, it's operatic, there's a story that's being told. They're, uh, they have a, a trio of albums that's called their Christmas Trilogy. And this is off of their very first one. And the idea is that there's, there's a cellist who's playing... Because it starts with a cello playing the, uh, the song. Right?
2: Why? Uh, why did you do? Yeah. Why? Why did you mimic? Uh, you did. You param- You mimic the violin. Oh, I thought you yeah, were doing. I thought you know. were like I this, and this. I was like, this. "That is not a cello, <laughs> sir. That is unless no. you are a giant. That is not a cello." Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 um. So it, it starts with uh um. Oh, uh, come all ye uh, uh, to Bethlehem. I think is is the name of the song. Uh. And, and that it shifts into Carol of the Bells. Uh, but it's supposed to be this, uh, this, this poor playing on Christmas Eve and, uh, and he has nowhere to go. And, uh, the, the song to me is just like, I, I think when I think Christmas, the very first song I think of is Carol of the Bells. Uh, and, and it may go back to seeing home alone when I was very young and, and hearing it. Um, and, just being so impressed by how heavy the song sounds. And this was just like an orchestra, like there, there was no electric guitars, there's no drums to it. You put Trans-Siberian Orchestra, which is essentially uh, uh, the heavy metal band Sabotage with an orchestra and, and all of a sudden it becomes uh, like heavy metal classical music. And, it, and it's even heavier than it was before. Um Trans-Siberian Orchestra is definitely one of those bands that, like I've heard of Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, you need to experience live. Uh, and I happened to see uh, TSO live years ago, and it was a mind-blowing experience. Uh, he texted me right after and was like, "This is the best concert I've ever been."
2: You know, oddly enough, my wife point. has been to that concert too. I got tickets. Uh, from yeah. the radio station to go to that concert, and I couldn't because I was on a ship. But I gave them to my wife and, and her mom, so they went there. And then had it, they're like, "Oh, give me their name." So I put them in backstage passes. And I don't know if my wife went backstage uh, with uh, with her mom because her mom's you know old. Um, so uh, I don't know if they were able to stay awake or whatever. But they loved. They both said they raved about that concert.
0: Yeah, it, it was. It was. I'm glad that they liked it. Uh, but, and, and it's the sort of thing where like there's not any particular age group there because there's, there's a magic about their music. And there's like, it, you're really watching, you're watching more than just a band performing their music. You're, you're watching a stage show. It's almost like, like going to, to a Broadway production. It's uh, it's absolutely absurd the stuff that's going on on stage. I, I've never seen, I've seen a lot of different bands. The only, Stage show, I would say, that's more intricate than theirs was Ramstein, but um, of course, probably uh, the course. only one who, who who knows that is is Bona.
2: No, no, I got, uh, you. I got Missy, you. Do you know
0: Ramstein? Amazing oh. stage show. They set oh. a woman on fire.
2: Here's a pro- here's a problem though. They can only do that once. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So they have what to wait. With that woman. Yeah, they have to wait to the right. end. And, wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Unlimited supply of women in the world.
1: <laughs> they sound... Uh, that's hilarious. I'm laughing so hard. Um,
2: <laughs> oh, you're just mad because they didn't pick you. <laughs> <laughs> to get burned alive.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's on my bucket list. Um, they uh, are they German?
2: Tromstein? Yes, they are. With a name like that? God, I hope so.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was introduced by, to another... Um, you went to a German uh, a concert once of a German band, but it's not this one, right?
0: Yeah, it was Framstein.
1: Then, yes, yeah, okay. The, the name sounded familiar. And I, is.
0: I, they had one single that was Eddie, big in America. Uh, well, it was called America. Oh, it's about Duhas.
2: Oh well, duh. Yeah, from. that's the song. That's the that's one. That's the one I, I was thinking about. Duha's, yeah. Well,
0: uh, America was a big single too. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, but it was spelled America. with a K. About yeah. <laughs> it,
1: it is. It is
2: spelled with a K. Good. Uh, I know it's fucking German. I would it not be spelled with a K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three of them. Yay, yay, yay. That, that,
0: that, that anyway, song's but off. um, but <laughs> this, a, anyway. So what? What I was gonna say was that uh, like only Rammstein has a more intricate stage show, but I still think that like there was more pyrotechnics in Trans Siberian Orchestra. There's more lasers and lights going on in Trans Siberian Orchestra. It was just like the craziness of Rammstein that outdoes it. But as far as like the production itself. It's absolutely absurd what, what TSO does. And the, and, and the fact that there's like 16 people on stage at any given time is, is mind-blowing, absolutely mind-blowing. And they, and they sound exponentially better live than they do recorded, which to me is insane because they have a full fucking orchestra recorded. So <laughs> it's, it, it, it's amazing. Also featured in The Office on a Christmas episode. Correct.
1: Hmm. I also wanted to bring up a fun fact, not a Christmas fun fact, but just the Duha song. That's how you say it, Duha. Yeah. It actually uh, makes a, uh, an appearance in a Gilmore Girls
2: episode, so ah.
1: <laughs> there you go.
2: All right. I well. know
1: you were dying to know, and now you know.
2: With that said, the five minutes are up. Um, all right. Uh, number one, um, we're gonna go with uh, Christmas Eve. That's the name of the song. That's what I wrote. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the rest we don't need to worry. We got it. We got it. No TSO. Uh, yeah, DeBono, what do you got for uh, number one?
0: My number one almost didn't make my list because I didn't. I wasn't one hundred percent sure it was a cover, so I did a little research. Found out it was. Very excited. It is my favorite Christmas song, and it is "Holly Jolly Christmas" by Burl Ives that's a cover holly jolly christmas by burl ives is actually a cover holly jolly christmas was uh written in 1962 for an album called holly jolly christmas by a group called the quinto sisters it was recorded and released which does make the burl ives version a cover
2: did you say burl ives
0: so, burl ives yes sam the snowman from rudolph the red-nosed reindeer Mm-hmm. Um, is who does this is the Christmas song to me. Like I, you know, I was saying earlier about how uh Frank Sinatra's version of Jingle Bells, you know, is hot chocolatey. This is just Holly jolly Christmas. It's, it's one that I love because it's simple enough that my kids know it after listening to it. And we all sing it together. It's always great to teach in the classroom. Um, because it's easy and it's 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 an easy one to learn. It's but it's just it's fun. It's bright. I feel like it really encompasses so much. You know that you're kind of looking for in a Christmas song. Burlive's voice is just perfect on it. Uh, oh, it's Christmas. His voice is yes. Christmas. Exactly. And that's the thing those, those, uh, those Rankin and bath specials when I was a kid, like that was it, that was Christmas time, right? That's what you look forward to. And, and this song being in that, it, that it, it's so innately and intricately tied to everything that, that I relate to Christmas, that this is that song for me. And I just kind of happened to Google it. Because I was like, I know that I've heard other versions. I just didn't know if any of them predated the Burl Lives version. Now, it turns out all the other versions I've heard did not predate, but it is not originally a Burl Lives song. And uh, so there's actually a version by the guy who played uh, Yukon Cornelius in uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer as well, Larry Mann. Uh, but it's, it's the bro version is the one that everybody knows. It's the one that he sings, you know, during the credits and all of that. And it's just, it's, it's that Christmas song for me and I love it. And to find out it was a cover, it was, there was absolutely no debate that, that this was going to be my number one. Once I knew it was a cover. So, you know, oh, they, don't, Jolly
2: Christmas a lot. they don't, they don't, is a name that people don't, they don't name their kids anymore, Burl. That Burl,
0: nobody's named Burl anymore, you're right. That doesn't,
2: I don't know where the hell Burl, like, I had to look up how to spell fucking Burl. I'm like, Burl? Are you talking, about, what are you fucking, <laughs> are you talking about like a fucking Burl? Like, like, like the Bronx is a Burl? I'm In like, New what are you York? talking about? And, uh, Burl at the B. Yeah, no, I, I got it now, but I was like, who the fuck named? Like, I've never heard that name before. This is a guy named Neri talking about a fucking name. So, like, this show was, like, I don't know. Just random fucking. Bur- I've never heard of Burrow my life. I was like, all right. And then his last name is super fucking weird too. Like, what what happened to his entire family? I've never heard anybody else called fucking. You know, Ives. Uh, but whatever. All right. Um, right on. Uh, just to, you know, not fucking want to say it. But Megan Trainor also has a a version of a uh, jolly uh, jolly Christmas. So just want to take that out. <laughs> Album. Uh, all right. Um, Missy, what is your number one?
1: My number one is um, the cover that kicks off the the season for me because for me to um, really get into a Christmas vibe, I have to listen to NSYNC's, um "Happy," Mar- what is it, "Merry Christmas," "Happy Holidays," and then follow it by "All I Want for Christmas." But the third song that puts me in the mood for the holidays <laughs> is a cover, um, and it's "Joy of the World" by Mariah Carey. From that album, from her Christmas album in 94. And what I like about this song is, or this version of the song is that it starts off like very traditional, very like mid Mariah Carrie 90s, you know, like very, all the runs, all the showing off. But then um, it's an upbeat song. It's an upbeat version of this song, which I don't think that there are a lot of versions of that. Usually you think Joy to the World and it's more mellow. For some reason, at least that's what i think of but this is way more poppy way more peppy and um the song also has the element of a gospel choir in the background and it's just very like very um makes my heart flutter. and also once upon a time i worked as an after school care um person and they had we did a, a christmas uh like a Christmas show. This was at my old elementary. So it was a fucking head trip to put together this performance. But I had my class do this song and it's just always hold on. That was like 15 years ago and I still think of it. So yeah, Joy to the World, Mariah Carey. That's my number one.
0: Not that I think there'd be any chance that it would top this since this is your number one, but have you ever heard um, Sufjan Stevens do Joy to the World? No. It's, it's another absolute just just wonderful wonderful cover of it so if you like that song if it's not just the Samaria Carey version if you really like that song then how does you just check it out like I said I'm, I'm sure it's not going to top it for you said you put this as number one but if you really like that song you should check it out yeah my, uh, check it out my favorite version of that song is uh, Clark Griswold singing just the first line of it <laughs> in uh, Christmas Vacation <laughs>
2: That movie. movie. (laughs) Oh Oh, my God, that movie is. I was about to say before you you said that Christmas movie, but but I was gonna say that is like to me Christmas movie. That that is it, man.
0: Absolutely, live it, yeah. Like, uh, like, like how I said earlier, how my brother always sends me the thrice song when once everybody leaves, when we host, when we host Thanksgiving, it's coffee and whiskey and Christmas vacation. That's, so that's, that's what that's I do cool. with my dad. As, as soon as, uh, as Thanksgiving dinner's done, we put on Christmas vacation and, uh, this, this now marks the beginning of Christmas season. Um,
2: so good. yeah, man, I love that movie. Uh, but, uh, uh, uh Joy to the World, uh, by Mariah Carey, I, uh, I think I'm sure I've heard it. I, I just uh, like what you said. It's very it's usually like super gospely. Uh, so uh, I think I want to go check out. Uh, I want to check out her version uh, afterwards. Uh, re or check it out again. I haven't heard it in quite some time. Uh, my number one is. Uh, Looking at my list now, uh, seeing, I think it's like the oldest song that I have, uh, the oldest performers that I have. Uh, and my number one is Santa Claus is Coming to Town by the Jackson Five. Uh, I was
0: wondering. Uh, I that was great. wondering. Earlier, you said something about the youngest, and I didn't realize you meant the song. I thought you meant the person singing, and I thought this is what you were going to talk about.
2: Well, the person singing it, it, Jackson, I mean, they're now, you know, a thousand years old yeah. and dead. Um, so, uh, no, what I meant. Is like the person, like you know, they were born, it. they were born more recently. Uh, but yeah, so Santa Claus is coming, to t- uh, Santa Claus coming to town. Jackson 5, to me, this is the quintessential version of this song. Uh, I don't know of the, I don't know who did the original because uh, I've heard so many versions of the song, so I'm sure I've heard the original. I just, but this version to me is like just chef's kiss to, of this fucking song. Uh, the Jackson Five did it perfectly, they did it great. They had they they did a ver- the version of the song, but they added their own twist to it, they added their own flavor to it. And to me, it's kinda like if you grew up eating, I don't know, uh, mashed potatoes with a hot sauce, and all you knew was mashed potatoes with hot sauce, and then you're like, "Oh no!" But original mashed potatoes doesn't come with hot sauce. You're like, "Well, I don't really want that shit. I want the one with the hot." Like to me, like the original is the Michael J- is the is the Jackson Five version because it's like, yeah, this is the f- like I, it has so much flavor to it and so much pop to it. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of the song. There was no way, like, as much as I I have a crush on Megan Trainer, there was no way she was gonna dethrone the fucking Jackson Five. Uh, so um, uh. You know because I have such a have
0: earliest a, known version 1934, yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's
2: like a thousand wow. versions of it. Um, but I i love the song, I love uh, Jackson five's twist to it. Um, it, it's fantastic. Uh, what Tito did in that fucking version, just perfect. Uh, I'm kidding, I don't know. Even Tito was like, I, I was in that song, um,
0: yeah. Everyone knows it's all about Jermaine in that one. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, that same album has got their version of um, "I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus" on it, which is also just a great, great song. Uh, they, it, that man, that's a good pick. I didn't, I honestly didn't even think about that one until you had said something about him being young, and I was like, oh crap, I didn't think about the Jackson Five. Yeah. I, I will say this about that because I mean, obviously, my favorite version of it is the the Springsteen one, but even the Springsteen version draws inspiration from that one like it it, to me the Springsteen cover is a cover of the Jackson 5 version it's not a cover of any other you know version of uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town because that that, that is I'm with you there that is the definitive version
2: yeah I, I i heard like i heard today the um, springsteen version along with the other ones not to single him out but i've heard i heard springsteen's version of it today for the first time because i wanted because i was like i love that song by the jackson five let me see if there's anybody else who i enjoy more or like pleasantly surprised I'm like oh wow yeah. like like i did with weezer where i'm like oh shit they fucking did they, they killed it this, this song is actually really good uh and i so I i went down and i just couldn't find any any other version of the song that i thought but I was like, no, it's the Jackson 5 version for me um, Alright, so those are our number ones, we have Christmas Eve by TSO, we have Holly Jolly Christmas by Burrow Ives we have Joy to the World by Mariah Carey, and we have Santa Claus is Coming to Town by the Jackson 5 uh, we have no repeat We have zero repeats uh, The closest we get is uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town uh, by two different artists uh, was and it two Carol the bells. and Carol the Bells uh, by two different artists? Um, was this was there a third Santa Claus? Is somebody else picked? No, right? No. No, that was it. That was it. Uh, but so we can't, but we can't like count those as two. Bells, no, no, no. Like the I whole said, thing is the
0: version being better than the other. Yeah, right?
2: like, like I said, the closest we get to a repeat is that, but that's oh, not yeah. that's that's the closest we get, but that's not a repeat. So in cases yeah, like this, we I, typically just choose our number ones. Yeah, that's what
0: I was gonna say
2: we typically just choose our number ones because there's, it's only happened a handful of times. So this is more to the listener than to you guys. It's only happened a handful of times. uh, But um, we, when we don't have any repeats, uh, because I always envision somebody listening to this, like for the first, like he's listening to each episode for the first time. Like, well, what's this podcast about? So, to the listener, if this is your first time listening, right? I don't want to assume that you're one of the six people that normally listen. Um, if uh, if this is your first time listening, uh, normally through what we have, you know, we have repeats. People pick the same, make the same picks, and it tends to be the music episodes tend to be less of that there in other and other music episodes there have been oh we, we didn't have any repeats so uh uh We say all of that just to say usually when we have the repeats is when we get our final, what we call our final mountain. The final mountain for this time is going to be all of our number one picks. So the final mountain is going to be Christmas Eve by TSO, Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Ives, uh, Joy to the World by Mariah Carey, and Santa Claus is Coming to Town by the Jackson 5. So uh, that is uh,
1: a solid uh, list solid list, yeah.
2: I agree, has a little bit of I'm everything, happy. man. So uh uh thank you guys for checking us out. Uh if you uh I think uh, Missy, can you be in charge of, of updating that playlist for us on Spotify? Sure. Send me the
1: list
2: and the password. <laughs> uh sure. Is that I think the password would be under you, BFF. I did not make that list. That was you. I'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there
1: we can talk about we'll it talk after.
2: about it after the show it's fine
1: <laughs> they don't need to know how. they don't need to know how the magic
2: they don't need up. to know how the sausage, how the sausage, gets, sausage made. gets made uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> nobody else
2: nobody else needs to be in the room when it happens all right uh, guys uh thank you for checking us out uh check out the other podcast uh that uh the is at called what you got it's on youtube it's available at geekbro.net uh they are also part of the geek bro network make sure you check out missy's writing missy is a writer so check out uh, MissyWrites.com and her instagram handle is at missy the writer so make sure you check that out my comedy uh as a you can check out my stand up and my videos at nary or what was his name.com because nobody ever remembers how to spell or spell it or say it uh so make sure you check that out and the other podcast that I'm on and on the geek bro network is called the uh, what's up bro podcast where I'm with missy uh well missy's with me and and mike murkardaw and we uh throw shit to the wall and we have a lot of fucking fun on that podcast so make sure you check out what's up bro also available on the helium podcast network and other podcasts on the geek bro network include better let me tell you and childlike at best with mike valdez uh geekbro.net thank you guys very much and that's how lists are made